Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, oh, good, good afternoon. Thank you for that latent round of applause. Enthusiastic. I'm all right. I was just standing over by the fan, letting it fan me down and um, discussing the uh, where's and wherefores of those little hand fans that you could get. Oh, right. Yes. Now that goes back to Sex and the City, but I'll tell you about that later. Because we'd mentioned ski pants. Well, you don't wear leggings, do you? I don't wear leggings or jeggings. Do you wear a short? Mm, I do wear a short, but they're denim shorts, but they're, so they're just like wearing Daisy jeans. Daisy Dukes? Yes, like that. Are they kind of like denim hot pants? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. But I, yeah. Nice I, and hoary. My legs are so white that it's... Oh, the look, they're almost racist. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Racistly white legs. Translucent blue kind of running through Oh, the colour of Larry Dean. Yes, exactly. Uh, for any of the listeners, Larry's fine. I've hooked him back up to dialysis. Oh, good. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm hoping he'll be oh, okay. Well, I had a terrible to do in a hoo-ha last night. I got Why? to see Jinx Monsoon's show, mm-hmm. and my sunscreen was falling into my eyes, and I was with my niece. Carer. And um, I said to Katie, I said, have you got a tissue? And she went like that, no, I've only got a panty pad. And I had to sit with a panty pad, wiping my eyes, as uh, Jinx um, ridiculed me for having chlamydia, which I've never had. No, but you've had gonorrhea. I've had gonorrhea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> totally by accident. It wasn't my fault. Lenka knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Did you feel self-conscious with the panty pad on your eye, or was it quite comforting? Um, no, I, because I was sitting, it was quite awkward, actually, um, because there was um, I mean, as you can see, I'm a larger lady myself, but there was a larger lady bear who was larger, larger. Mm. And I, I felt he was really trying to make himself a bit small. I said, just lean in, just lean into me. Now, I never do that, but I thought it's going to be a long hour. And he was, he was just a bit too big to be, you know, nice enough guy yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But then, of course, because of the chlamydia thing, I started laughing. I know, which I rarely fucking do because no. nothing amuses me other than misery and other people. Um, and I couldn't stop. It was embarrassing, but it was a good show. Well, so where where was the show on? The show was in the Palais Spiegel tent thing in the Assembly Gardens. And can I just say hello to the guy behind the bar that looked like Velma from Scooby-Doo. Nice. Oh, God, love that, Matt. But by the way, £40 for a bottle of wine and two double gin and tonics. No. Well, 38 60 Shocking, isn't it? That is um, shocking. And he went, oh, oh, I can't give you the bottle. So we'd like scoop the gin, but just like, pour the wine in there. No, it has to come out this porter thing. Oh, and I said, listen, you do you. That's all fine. Mm. I mean, it took five minutes. God love him. But the people in there were so smelly. 
Oh, see, well, really that's, disgusting. That's what's happening in this heat and the lack of air conditioning is the waft of body odour is quite overwhelming. Oh, these people were walk. honking. I don't think and they've it, seen a flannel in many a moon. No, absolutely Just disgusting. disgusting. Although, having said that, I went to the Johnny Walker experience, which is on Princess Street, oh, yes. that now has an event room upstairs yes. and they've started doing a pick of the fringe thingamajig. Oh, have you um, been booked? Have a help. No, neither um, have I. And I like the whiskey. Um, although they did say they were going, I, anyway, neither here nor there. They did have uh, somebody called Magical Bones on, who's absolutely brilliant. Blew me away. Magical Bones. Magical Very Bones. Very good. Apparently the thing Not as good as Elliot, but nearly. So there's another girl, is it Gabby Holt? who was at, I was at House of Oz last night. Mm. Lovely Antipodean venue. They had lamingtons, kangaroo. This woman was trying to get me to eat kangaroo, and I said, I, I'm not doing that. I mean, I, I was fine with I a bit of cow. it'll like chicken. You what? It'll taste like chicken. Well, apparently she said that kangaroos are sustainable. And I said, but it's not sustainable for the kangaroo because it dies. Yes, no, exactly. That's like when you see on the side of packages, when you see on um, fag packets, they compare a healthy lung with a, a diseased lung that smoked. And you go, but you're both dead, clearly, because you've got the lungs. So it doesn't matter how healthy it looks, not smoking fags, it's still a dead lung. I knew someone that mm. lived in a very strange flat with an ensuite kitchen. <laughs> And she was an alcoholic and nearly died because uh, hot dogs went into her lungs. <laughs> and her name was Kerry McCreary. So anyway, that's my right, that's my okay. thing for today. And yeah. we have a lovely couple. We've got some hello, the lovely people here. Yeah. Oh, you've run oh, out of you've got some Do you know pads? though the toilets here? It was lovely coming in today because the girl on the door hadn't a clue who we oh, fucking were and went, hi, ticket. do you have a ticket? And we went, bitch, we're the hosts. Could you move along? The selection of feminine, you might be interested in this, feminine, feminine products. hygiene products. They have, and do you know what they call interlude? Isn't that nice? It's almost romantic. Yes. Interlude. How's your interlude? It's heavy. Yes. Mm. Seven day interlude. Yes. Oh, oh. oh, I'm lucky I don't get them anymore. Oh, you've stopped, haven't you? Oh, absolutely, given yeah, up on that. I, 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 I'm still... Are you still uh, Yeah, I'm still on. I'm a very heavy flow. <laughs> a heavy flow well, of that pish. explains your moods. Well, well exactly. <laughs> Shall we have a guest on? Shall we? That would Shall be lovely. Shall we? Shall we invite Red up to the stage? Lovely. Come on, can we have a huge round of applause? We've got the wonderful Red Richardson. And ironically, Red, you're wearing black. I feel oh the red Oh, my God. Lovely. I don't know what's before and what's after. Uh, Yes, it does. And Elliot Bibby, well, he's diseased up the back. He's very thin. How are you? Ray, how did you get called Red? Um, uh, my um, my mum and dad watched a cowboy movie like when, two days after I was born. Oh, it's your real name? Yeah. Oh, this is outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, why? Um, there was a character in a Clint Eastwood film, and he was uh, drunk, and he's only in it for like three minutes, and mm. Clint beats him up and then shoots him. And he was called Red. Oh, that's lovely, and they thought that'd be nice for a little lovely we, baby boy. Yeah, they could have wow. called me Clint, but they didn't. So it's not even short for anything, <laughs> No, right? no, okay. it's just commoner garden red. Yeah. No, but that's, and did it cause you any problems at school, or did people just think it was unusual? No, it still does. It still causes you I problems. I got flyered by a uh, comedian um, Name yesterday. them. I can't remember their name. I saw them got a bad review. It made me quite happy. Oh, good. Um, yes, we love it when something bad happens. If you could try and yes. remember. <laughs> yeah. No, he came up and he said yesterday, he's like, what's your name? And I said red. And he went, oh, my favourite colour's blue. And I just went, oh. okay. Oh. About 45. But it is like whenever you go somewhere, I, people go, they'll go, oh, Ray. And I just let them have it because I can't be bothered yeah. to go through. 
But you would have thought, uh, with a name like Red, which is unusual, and mm. you like to stand out in comedy, you want to have a name that is different from other people's. Yeah. Mm. There's another bloody Red on the comedy circuit called Red Redmond. It's not his real name, No, I know, and mm. I think you should challenge him. I should, him I should. But that's the same with uh, Bunty Morton, with Bruce Morton. His that's name's Ian. Ian, yes. Do you yes. remember Bruce Morton? No. He's held together by, I think, hope. And yeah. uh, <laughs> he, was, he was a big thing in the 80s. Yeah. He was quite groundbreaking, I think, for the time. Oh, very much so. He, um, a farm, something f- funny farm. Funny farm. Funny was very okay. revolutionary on uh, BBC Scotland. Okay, and, yeah, it was it was good. Oh um, hello. Oh hello. Um, so yes, no, they're very much like him and Stu Hu and various other people were all involved with. Oh, I've no funny idea. But farm. he had to change his name for Equity or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh huh. And what? So he picked Bruce Morton. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not particularly inventive, is it? <laughs> and he doesn't look like a bunty because that's no. my nickname. No, I look absolutely. like a bunty. Well, if I you am say a bunty. So. Yes. Good. Yes. Yeah. That's I think I'm, well. I'm I'm a Jojo, which is short for Joanna. Yeah. Um. And yes. Yeah, so, but people think I've made up that name, but it's just been a nickname. So name you're like one of the Paltrow kids with a quite unusual apple red. Well, my, my red apple. Called, my brother's called Jack, and my sister's called Alice. So it's just. Oh, do you feel as though they'd be taking the piss? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah because I mean, if I had a child, I'd call it Move. Would yeah. you? Yeah. And then followed by Lilac. <laughs> oh, kids called Move and Lilac. It'd be nice. <laughs> I'm sure. We should adopt some. It's not like we're doing anything else. Now, I have a question for you. Uh, it has recently been announced that Mock the Week are no longer going to be... Uh, there'll be no more series of Mock the Week, and I believe that you were doing writing for them. Are you livid and furious? No. Um, oh, good. I couldn't Delighted. give less of a shit. Oh, um, excellent. Mm. <laughs> Get rid of all of them, yes, I think. I yeah, it's so boring. Um, it's been going on too long. I, do you know something? It's so refreshing to hear that yeah. because it's not just the fact I've never been asked on, but it is the fact that, and it's the same with Have I Got News For You, they just, just look as though they're care. dead inside. Yeah. They do, though, don't they? It feels regurgitated and just flogged. It feels like they've been flogging a dead horse for it's quite a It's the same time. thing, and they don't, there's no, like, proper, make way for some good sitcoms or something, let's yeah. do something new. Just four people behind a thing doing sort of quips for half an hour. It's so boring. Yeah. I actually feel a bit, when I see, when I accidentally come, I go, oh, God. <laughs> Gives you a bit of a... Yeah. That crazy feeling. Do you feel bad for taking that money? No, not no, at all. No, no, no. no. How yeah. much do they pay for writing? Is it on a sliding scale of how much gets used? Or? Yeah, it depends what you're doing. Right. Um, but not, not that much. Mm. I secretly wrote for two people on the same show. They didn't know. Oh. oh, so I wrote. See, I love that because that, I think that's something that people I know within industry we know what happens, but I think your general public aren't particularly aware that a lot of comedians that go on panel shows like that then employ somebody to write jokes for them yeah. for for the show. Yeah. A lot of people. No, they do. You heard it here first. And some people get the writers to write their solo shows. Now that really is taking the piss. Mm. Not naming well, names, is. but I can well imagine who. Yeah, <laughs> guess who don't see. Well, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> Nanny's off. Yeah. <laughs> Would you, so, do you write all your own stuff? Yeah, you? yeah. Would you have anyone else write for you? No. Do, do you know what? I, I just don't think it would sound like you. No, no it doesn't. You'd be learning a script. I just also think it's cheating. I just yeah. Genuine, yeah, I think it's absolutely cheating. 
by all by all means, I mean, uh, there's been many a time, you know, I've sat and written with people we've been kind of bouncing ideas off. Mm. And certainly, you know, I've done it for other people, people have done it for me, that I've done a joke, and they go, oh, God, I just thought of a line for that. Yeah, yeah. That, absolutely, perfect. That works, that kind of collaboration. But if you actually get somebody to write your Edinburgh show and then take ownership of it, Lying cunts. Well, mm. I remember once, and I won't, <laughs> I won't name the person, Barbara Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but she did, right? So this is what happened, right? Barbara Nice, she was like, oh, love. She went, I really like that line you do about take a breath. And I said, yeah, well, you can't have it. And my partner at the time went, he's only got three jokes. Fuck off. Like, yeah. leave him alone. <laughs> and the next thing, she started using it. We went to see her show, and she did, oh, I've just been reading Take a Break, and there's a brilliant story in it, three in the bed, and one was dead. And she winked at me, and I went, you fucking boot. Stop it. I did not consent to that at all. Or give me some of your box office. I can't imagine why the listenership of this has gone up 217 percent When we tell stories like this. You know, I, I've, I've, I've nothing against her personally other than you stole one of my jokes. Like, you shouldn't do that. No, you shouldn't. Oh, no, that is the biggest crime in comedy. Yeah. Yes, has anyone ever stolen from you, Red? Don't think so. I saw <clears throat> a guy with exactly the same joke as me. Oh. Once <clears throat> and I said, "Oh, I do the same," and he went, "Oh," and but I just don't. I just said, "Whatever." Let's just see who gets it. Yeah. Their first didn't, but I don't think anyone's stolen off me. No. But for my show this year, I had my mate. He came into a preview and gave me notes. But I don't. That's you know, not giving someone jokes. No, no, no. That's no. That's and I think that actually that's mm. really an important part of the yeah. process because it once you're into something and you're writing it, it's then difficult to be objective. Yeah, once yeah. you start telling the joke, and it does take a sort of another. I to go. Oh, you could do that. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, that's yeah. Great. Oh no, I think that is perfectly healthy. And yeah, good, it's good for to the do, art yeah. form. But yeah, just straightforward writing for somebody else. You should be ashamed of yourself being part of the fucking turgid bullshit that this industry is. But no, <laughs> take the money. Is, is <laughs> you're not allowed to earn a living, for goodness sake. We have to, because gigs are, don't pay enough and petrol's no, too expensive. I know. But that's the thing, with a lot of places, the money hasn't gone up mm. for however long. Yeah. I'm, and some, some outfits now have new ways of running things for you to do the same thing, but at a lower rate and all that kind of stuff. It's like a living hell. Yeah. But then we have employment limiting honesty, apparently. Yeah, career so we limiting would, Career honesty. limiting, so we wouldn't fit in in a job, a mick job, <laughs> if you see what I mean. God, could you imagine me, or really, in a supermarket? I would I would glass someone. You wouldn't last at all. You wouldn't no. get employed in the first place. I mean, I remember actually going into Morrison's. You know who Kylie Minogue is, clearly. Yeah, yeah. And she brought out wine. Don't buy it. It's pish, by the way. Mm. And I went up to the guy. He was a young guy, and I said, do you have any of the Morrison's exclusive on the Kylie Minogue Rosé Provencal wine? And he went, who's Kylie? Minogue, I said, this is homophobia. I'd like to speak to a manager. I thought that was absolutely outrageous. Know your customer base. How are you enjoying your festival this year? Is it nice to be back? Is it what's... It's good to be back. I don't think I'll ever do it again. Really? Yeah. And has this year made you decide that? Yeah, I, I thought that before I came here. Right, okay. Because I don't think it matters anymore. Um, yeah. I don't enjoy it. It's the only time I analyse my... Co- gigs in a way I shouldn't. It's mm. the only time I don't enjoy comedy, actually. Really? Yeah. Because you're waiting to do... Like, I did a gig last night, had a reviewer, and it was a good gig, but now I have to wait 24 hours to decide whether it was a good gig or not in the eyes of someone, you of know? Of one person. Of one person. Yeah. Um, and so it just it's just unnecessary, and I think with the internet and stuff, I, as we said with panel shows, people used to come up here to get on them. Yeah. I'm not sure how many people are watching them. And look, 
panel shows, if you enjoy them, great. But it doesn't. I don't think every TV show needs to be that. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, it does feel like there's like twelve of them. So maybe let's have two. You yeah. know. No, but absolutely. I don't think people are getting. I think you could come up here, get five stars from every reviewer, win the award. Or you could release five bits of stand-up on yeah. the internet yeah. and sell more tickets off the back of that. Well, it's definitely, we're cutting out the middleman, getting straight to your audience, yeah. building up your own following and doing it through social media, etc. Yeah. It is working. I mean, there's there's proven track record of that. Of course. But do you know something? That genuinely is so refreshing to hear you say that. Not that I'm saying that I'm a negative Nancy or whatever, but to have that honesty because it can be like a living hell. Yeah. yeah. Particularly, you know, if you, you know, you're at the mercy of your promoter, your venue... You, you know, you're worried about flyers, you're worried about sales, you're worried about one person's subjective opinion. Yeah. And that's the reason that I do like Kate Copstick because Kate Copstick is one of these people that can say, I went to see Jojo and Bruce, it was packed out, because she's a liar. <laughs> and, um, you know, I didn't find it funny, but I was the only person in the room that didn't. So she's really honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've interviewed her a few times. And there just doesn't seem to be that level of honesty. But I'm with you. I don't think I'll do it next year. I'm just No, and it doesn't, for 11 months a year, I feel like a professional comedian. I come up here and you go, it just isn't for me, to be honest. I don't mm. feel it sort of doesn't. And you do gigs to sort of theatre crowds, and you go, "That was horrible." Yeah. And then someone will come up and go, "Really enjoyed that." And it's like, "Well, you've just lived in my head for the last hour." No, I know. What, what is that all about? Yeah. Yeah, we had people in. It was a busy day. One row was filled, and there was two people at the end. And that girl looked as though she was about to fucking take her own life. Really? Well, oh I, my she God. was in your eye line. I couldn't see her. No, she was directly there, and I thought she is. Tr- she's looking at a vein. She's <laughs> yeah, picking a vein yeah, yeah. to open. I thought, oh my God, we're going to have someone die at the show. And then at the end, she was laughing away, and I went, "What's wrong with you?" And she went, "Oh no, it was really good." <laughs> And you're like, bitch, please. Yeah, I mean, I think odd. the heat does have a... I mean, it is no, Jojo, come on. No, sorry, that's nonsense. It's nothing to do with the bloody heat. <laughs> well, that's what I'm using as an excuse for my audience. Yeah. I just yeah. sat for an hour and went... <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Was that not Tuesday? I can't remember. I don't know what day it is now. That's mm. the other thing about Edinburgh. You lose track of days. You don't know what you're doing. It's too long Everything. as well. Everything just kind of blends into the other. It's so Even the my Sainsbury's here is more expensive than the one in London. I must put it up for the yeah. fringe. Now, that's interesting because I have a friend that I'll remain nameless, Michelle McManus, and she was through doing something for Radio 4 yesterday, mm. and she said that they were they had, she went, we had two burgers and two non-alcoholic beers, and it was 50 quid, and we were £20 apart, and I went, right, okay. I said, but you were co-hosting a thing on Radio 4 mm. so I don't have that much sympathy for you mm. but she genuinely and I think the prices have gone up yeah. yes. I think because this is the first one proper and obviously they have a captive audience they can charge what they like yes. for anything although I have to say I'm, um, I have a little routine in the morning when I come here I get off Greg's. the bus surgeon's hall go into the Greg's get a cheese and onion bake a coffee. coffee and a Ribena mm-hmm. and I sit there and it's £4.57 I mean it's really cheap I think their till's broken and they don't know that they're not they're That's undercharging massively. That's an unusual massively. amount of money for three items. Isn't it? But it's, 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 I've never paid more than £5 and it doesn't seem to matter what I get whether it, if I get a, an orange juice and a yeah. Mm. It's under. Are you in Greg's this fringe? No. No, we we'll get in. Greg's, Apparently, yeah. that's where the bargains yeah. are. Top tip. It's the nearest thing we'll get to Harrods Food Hall this month. <laughs> now, where is your show on, Red? Um, Pleasant's Bunker One at 9.55. And what is it like in there, heating-wise? It's comfy hot. seats in Bunker One. I think they're all right, yeah. yeah I'm not certain, but it's Oh, that bummer's in Bunker One. Large and by the Welsh guy. What was his name? Oh, Morgan Rees. 
There we go, Morgan, Morgan lovely is, man, yes. lovely man. Where's yeah. nail polish though? Mm. I think it was Laura Davis and a bunker one as well. There was somebody else. It's quite. There's a yeah. There's a good few um, comics. Yeah, in no, it's there. good, and I've enjoyed it. I just sort of. Um, I have enjoyed it. I'm not. I'm not hating my time. I just think, will I come back? For mm. It's and a lot to put in. Do you go and watch anybody else when no. you're No, no, and I think that's I'm, very wise. I watched a friend yesterday because they had a reviewer in. Mm. Um, but I will watch some. Well, I'll go see my mate's shows and yeah. stuff. But no, not really. I just sort of try because I live. Um, I'm living in the student accommodation, like half an hour walk out of town. Right. So I don't really see many people because my show's on late. And so in the day, I don't really do much. So what time is it on? 9.55. Right, okay. Oh, that is quite late. Yeah, and so when I've finished, it's 11, and then you end up having a few beers, and it's yeah. 4 in the morning. Yeah, and then it's the loft bar. Have yeah. you not loft bar, abattoir, done all that yet? No, yeah, I'm, I went for one part in the loft bar. I've been to the Brooks bar. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I haven't ventured there yet. Ugh. Ugh. No. Oh. I've never been a fan of the Brooks bar. I do occasionally Is that that thing in the dome? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's like walking into a hangover. It's horrible. It's <laughs> strange lights. <laughs> oh, it is. It's one of the just scum. Oh, my God. And the smell of those curly chips. Oh. Oh, honking. Mm. I'd rather kick in a roll and eat it. I have to say, the loft bar's not doing food at the moment, which is irritating. Well, they weren't doing service the other day. Walked that's in and said, true. Did any bars that? No. I was like, All right, okay. Well, they've no. turned it into a media hub until four o'clock where people can oh, go and do interviews. What a load of pe- Why oh, do nice. you buy into that crap? I don't. I, I, I go and irritate them by lying splayed mm. out on a beanbag, interrupting their... Well, as long shoot. as you're not flicking your own bean <laughs> on the beanbag, I'm sure we'll all be happy. Red, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Enjoy the rest much. of your festival. Cheers, thank you. There we go. Thank you for your honesty and your candour. Now, Alice, can we be tempting you up? Oh, come oh, don't on, look at Alice. the bear. I'm, I'm giving you a command, Alice. Come on, my love. Come on. Look at you. How You're like a you? nymph. A Grecian nymph. Hello. Hello, Alice. I'm, I'm just, I'm still sitting. I'm being lazy. Alice, are you wearing a coconut-based body lotion? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah? I can okay, smell yeah. it. It's nice. Thank you. It's nice. Thank you. I always like the coconut-based products, actually. Oh, you yes. got to love it, yeah. Do you know who did the best one, actually? Waitrose, and then they discontinued it. Really? I know, I complained. It oh. wasn't taken seriously. No, nothing's happened. I where, love where, this honesty. Well, absolutely. Well, I think you have to be honest, <laughs> don't you? I mean, the clue is in the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although we've, I've always been surprised because it's not attached to anything, that sign. I keep oh, no, you're going to jinx it now. I know, it's going to fall on someone, it's but it's not going to be me. Now, Alice, How are I'm you? I'm loving your look. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I'm loving the headpiece. Yeah. It's, it's very Frida. You're yeah. all very well put together, including the blue nail varnish. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I got my show written on my nails. Oh, wow. It's called oh, Wet. Now, Alice, I see Birkenstocks. Yeah. Is you there anything you'd like to tell me? Uh, I've got smelly feet. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's the same as being We're a being lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joshing lesbians out there, for goodness sake. Yes, calm yourself. <laughs> I actually, like, uh, my, my, my best friend in college is a lesbian, and she taught me about Birkenstocks. Yes. And uh, they're brilliant, yeah. They're so comfortable. I've never heard of Birkenstocks. So again, you haven't heard of a lot, though. You are I quite d- a single-minded individual. I genuinely individual. think I've gone through... I don't think I've had a sheltered life by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> in terms of my life experience. But in terms of things, I'm, not, I, I'm clueless. What is a Birkenstock and what's so great about them? It's like a, it's a heavy shoe. Like I used to buy uh, flip-flops a lot and they used to fall apart. 
And I thought I would invest in some like open, open toe footwear. It's very sturdy. It has like lifted arches. You get support. You know, you get emotional support. You have support. to break them in though, don't you? Because they're you quite do. sore in the beginning. I have a yeah. lovely pair yeah. of camouflage ones. Well, that's the thing about being a woman, isn't it? You well, know? yes, you have to break everything in. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> you do. Again, you know more about being a woman than I well, do. Well, of course I do. <laughs> Much said better this all at it. I'm a hybrid. <laughs> I am a hybrid. No, I do. I think it's because I come from a single parent family. So, because someone said, do you think if your father had lived with you, you'd still be the way you were? And I was like, well, I was gay in the scrotum, so I don't think that would have yes. changed. Yeah. You know, I think I was always going to be a nightmare. I was always going to push my own agenda. I probably just would have left home much earlier mm -hmm. than 15. Probably mm -hmm. would have left about 12. <laughs> Well, you made temp several attempts to leave. Well, I did. I met I met Bruce's uh, brother for the first time mm. properly, and he was explaining a time because his brother was a police officer yeah. that uh, basically had to <laughs> they picked him up in a in a police car and took him home. So long shot so before we get back to your show because yeah. clearly it is about no, you, my this, darling. Great. I was a teenage runaway. I was heavily influenced by Madonna. I bleached Beautiful. my hair. I'd set it on Velcro rollers. I looked fucking stunning. <laughs> um, <laughs> stick <laughs> thin. <laughs> And, you know, I was a real goer. Yeah. And um, he picked me up. They got social work in. But then what he didn't tell you was mm. I had to go and see this social worker again who was sitting, touching himself in his car with a pornographic ladies' magazine. And I said, I'm not coming in. And he went, why? I went, not into women. Wow. <laughs> and that is no word of a lie. So oh my gosh. So that, that's what happens in suburban Dundee, Alice. That mm. is beautiful. What a beautiful town. Yes. Now tell us yeah. uh, what's going on with your show, my love. Uh, my show is called Wet and it is a... Wet. Uh, wet. wet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. filth. I love it. Well, it was originally going to be about acroaerobics so that's what I wrote it about <laughs> at first. Uh, but then a lot of stuff happened to my vagina. Um, oh, do you so tell. Just before we go any further... Yeah. Was this self-induced? I take it consent? Kind of. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, the NHS did it. Like, uh, oh. you know. What, what, what have the NHS done to your vag? Have they ruined oh. it? Oh, they were in it together. Uh, oh! Like, what Crowded. Yeah, I got the coil. I got the coil in. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. Have you had the coil I, in I before? I had the coil. The most agony. I've given oh. birth to four children, and I would rather have given birth to four children simultaneously than having the coil fitted. That's cool, yeah. Oh, in agony. They don't talk about no. that. They don't talk about that at all. So for me, uh, I got the coil in. Uh, well, there were several things that happened during it, but like, uh, it's so funny because when you get your letter about the coil, they're like... Oh, you t take a few painkillers and you can go back to work that afternoon. I know you've got you've had the coil too, but you know yourself. Yeah, yeah. I have. Don't exclude me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's agony going in. It's agony while yeah. it's there, and it's the worst pain bringing yeah. it out again. What's um uh, like? What's the most painful thing you've ever done? <laughs> that is a very loaded question yeah. and good luck with the answer be honest I, the most painful thing that I've done is actually sorry how many <laughs> the most painful thing I've done is actually get to know the real me Oh, no. yeah, you've had really a hemorrhoid incident. So. No, I got a hemorrhoid done on Monday. Right, okay. Um, so I, I haven't I had the need for. Well, actually, because I had a torn meniscus. Okay. Mm. That's and my leg locked while I was driving. That was quite painful because I was worried I was going to crash. Yes. Yeah. 
Her <laughs> be fully loaded. Well, absolutely, yeah. So, no, I don't think I've, I've had anything um, painful. My, my vag is fine. Mm. Oh, good, good, yeah, good. It's, it's um, but the coil is, like, incredibly painful. And, like, for me, what happened to me was uh, there were some definite red flags for my mental health after I got the coil in. Okay. Uh, first off, I downloaded a game called The Sims. <laughs> which um, was a definite red flag. Mm. And then there was a little voice that told me to throw myself under a train. So, so many red flags. Oh, so many wow. red flags. Really? Yeah. yeah and did you, you listen felt? to the little... Did you listen well, to the voice? not, Georgia. No, no she might have Yeah, done. I survived. I Good survived the train. Do you know what? Um, I have to say... Depends what speed the train's going at. That's I, true. I'm not, being, I'm not being rude, and I understand that people have problems. I do see that as the height of selfishness. I hate being delayed. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh that's what God. we were saying. A friend of mine was delayed on a train because in Morpeth, they jump, it's like Chechnya. They jump off the top of the train station. Yeah. Chechnya? Yeah. <laughs> well, they throw homos off buildings. It's outrageous. Oh, Jesus, yeah. People don't understand why we still need pride. It's, it's too much. Yeah. I can't cope. Anyway, back to your red flags. So you didn't kill yourself <laughs> on the choo-choo. No, 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 no. Very I wise. stayed. I stayed alive. Oh, can I ask a question? Is the coil in or out now? Oh, it's out now. Oh, it's oh. out now. Yeah, I was suicidal, so yeah. I think I better get oh, it out. Oh, because of a coil. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It changes your hormones. Like, there's a lot of stuff that, like, uh, uh, contraception that women have to take where the side effects are, like, uh, very, very detrimental to your health. Mm. I mean, you, you put on weight, like, uh, if anyone gives a shit about that. Or you could, like... Um, yeah, you, you, you definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing down the tone of the podcast, but oh no, that was done. You know, possibly oh. week three. Oh, on, I mean, the minute yeah. we opened our mouth on day one. Of oh no, I mean, we've really ah. plumbed the depth. Well, so. for me, like suicidal ideation is like uh, ideation. is such a funny word because I've never used it. I've never used it in any other context other than suicide. And what does like ideation mean? What does means I, like you, you, you're thought, thinking about the thought it, you know? it. You can have holiday ideation, do you know? Mm. You just want to go on holiday, you're making plans. Okay. Like, but some, like, some people might see suicide as the ultimate holiday. Exactly. <laughs> well, they might. All-inclusive, yeah. Well. It's all-inclusive. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, as well, I'm from Ireland. I'm like, oh, <laughs> honey, listen. I know. Oh, I know. As if we don't have enough. I, I would like to yeah. say that we're not pro-suicide. We're just trying to find the humour in any situation. No, well, you've got to find the humour in every situation. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. what's the fucking point? Because it's either that or like people were so weird about suicide before. Like in Ireland years ago, you weren't allowed to be buried in a consecrated uh, church um, oh, because, because you, you committed suicide. Like and it's like, just, you know, so, so it's like, but just the, joke about but it. But the thing is with suicide, like quite seriously, yeah. I find it very, very sad. So we've had two suicides. You find it very, very sad. Yeah, very sad. That's like, lovely. Thank you, That's thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but if you think about, because when people go, oh, it's selfish or this, that and the next thing, right? You're like, you don't know what these people are thinking. No. And imagine yeah. that's the only thing that's getting you through, knowing that you're checking out. Yes. That and I think that's awful. the ultimate with most people. Again, similarly, I've had a you know, few people commit suicide and close to me. and mm. Not because of horror or shows no. or anything well, like no, that. Well, no, at one no. point I really did think because, you, I mean, so many of my friends have commit suicide. Um, you start to kind of question it to yourself. But when um, my friend, well, Chris, I think you knew Chris, uh, she hung herself, and then I was with her sister for days. But the first, she was the first one that said, Do you know, we were traumatized and just kind of, you know, why she'd done it. And, and after about a week, her sister turned around to me and said, where do you think she learned to tie knots? 
And honestly, we absolutely fell about laughing because it was just yeah. that kind of release mm. from grief and trauma. Mm. But you do have to, but, but with Chris and with other friends of mine, you go, that was, they genuinely think that everyone else would be better off without them. And that's mm. the kind of, you know, whatever the mental state is. But A fella I knew uh, shot himself when I was about six, but my mum didn't want to tell me that he shot himself and explained the concept of uh, suicide. So she said uh, that he uh, he died by cleaning his gun and um. uh, that there was a gun accident. But I knew he had a very long gun. So I was like, how does one have yes. an accident with a shotgun? You know what I mean? Anyway, there's a bit of thought for you there. Um, <laughs> But the show isn't about, like, it's about loads of different stuff. That's a tiny bit of it. Mm. But uh, I know that once you sprinkle a bit of that into the chat, people are like, oh, shit, we better talk about this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, like absolutely. Legit, yeah. And where is the show on and how is you going and are you enjoying the festival? I love it. Yeah. yeah I love it. I'm on at uh, 4.45 every day. In the you and me both, courtyard. so that cancels each other out. Yeah. Where are oh, you on? Yeah, where is that? Uh, Pleasant's Courtyard in the Attic. Oh, lovely. And it's like a lovely... Um, I really like the show. I'm having a nice time this year. The first time I did The Fringe was... Uh, oh, my first show was called Alison Spittle Needs an Agent. <laughs> and, um, and did you get one? No, it was a cry for help that oh. was left <laughs> on that search. Rejection can be so <laughs> depressing. I know, like many stand-up shows. <laughs> and uh, it, I had an Irish documentary crew following me. I basically had done comedy about two years, so I really shouldn't have been doing an hour, but I mm. felt like I'd written an hour's worth of material, but not a show. And um, the documentary crew were following me, and the whole documentary finished. It was following five different Irish comedians and their journey in Edinburgh. And they finished on me just crying, going, I haven't validated myself as a comedian. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm just roaring. Uh, it was, a, it was a, like a really horrible time, but it uh, helped me loads. Uh, like so do you, stuff. I think there is that juxtapose, that catch-22, isn't it? That you do, you look back and go, I shouldn't have done an hour too soon that oh, early definitely. on. But at the time you think, well, that's the next step. Yeah. So you just don't know. You don't know what you don't know, so you do it and then later go, shouldn't I shouldn't have done, done a live podcast. No, <laughs> no. It's not like a genius idea we had. Yeah. We'll I retrospect know, will be coming and biting us on the arse. Where and about I, an island are you from? Westmead, so that's right in the middle of it. Right. Did you see that thing that was about hairdressers and they were next to the butchers and the people... No, there's a point to this because it's set in Ireland. Come on, focus. And it's a film, by the way. Sorry, I'm not trying to trick you. And it's Is about it called Deadly Cook? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Have you seen that? No. You just oh, took Nacy's earphones. Oh, sorry. Nacy oh, had his God. producer earphones oh, sorry, on dear. and you've literally, you've deafened the oh, poor boy. Sorry, love. I've, I've never met anyone that's not seen it. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really good. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. I, I know the lady that wrote it. Oh, so, did you? Yeah. I still have to see it, though. But, like, oh. I'm sure. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, I will. Because I know I will. Because there's murder in it. Oh, great. <laughs> what, what makes you think I like murder just because I well, like suicide? You know, it's like, there's a different <laughs> yeah, thing. You know, I'm just trying to think. It doesn't have to go hand in hand, murder no. and suicide. No. <laughs> Let yourself Everything get caught. Everything's subjective. You know? Would you kill anyone? <laughs> no. Do you think you're capable of murder? No, I'm not. I think we're all no. capable of murder. Really? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm pro-murder. 
No, I would okay. like to think I, I wouldn't do it, but I, I, I know... There are some people that are begging to be murdered. I definitely think your, your emotions can be pushed and tested to such an extreme that you would... I think every single one of us well, would be capable. Well, that happened to me in the waitress when they discontinued that shower. Yes, job. exactly. <laughs> nothing short of a travesty, nearly, in all honesty. Very nearly bloodshed. It's absolutely appalling. I'm... What I was going to say, you're in the attic yes. and you're wearing flowers. Do you, are you channeling one of the flowers, flowers in, the in the attic? Flowers in the attic. Oh, my God. Oh, I hear it's a really depressing film, Oh, isn't it? it's an even more depressing book. Oh, oh cool. No, I haven't. Oh, flowers in the attic. That's incest. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love the Fabulous. way you pointed. Like, you know, that's, incest. <laughs> that's incest to the man from <laughs> Dundee. Like, <laughs> that's... Uh, <laughs> I have not slept with my brother or sister. That's disgusting. Don't, don't, don't. You lived under a bridge. Shut up, you disgusting lady. That's why I hate about that thing, bromance. I was always brought up to believe that incest was wrong. Uh And then they go, well, it is. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, when did this change? Is there a fringe show I haven't seen where they're going to. It's one of the caves. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Hello Goodbye. (laughs) And it's set in a train carriage. Um, Oh, my God. God. Do you go and see other shows? I do. I do. What have I seen? I've seen. Oh, I've been watching. I watched. I watched Red Richardson yesterday. He was really good. Oh, you have to see that. He's funny. still here. Shots fired. <laughs> Fully recommend it. It's a great show. It's like. And uh, aren't you glad that it's the last time Red's going to be at the French and you've been? Yes. Do you know what? I'm sad about <laughs> that, but I get it in a way. But I feel. Like the fringe is still young, and that. Uh, well, it's seventy-five. <laughs> yeah, that's but not young, young. You know, I I think like I think Red will come back and do like maybe. I don't think he will. I think he's I very think firm, and mm-hmm. I admire his. No, I think he'll do like a week at the monkey barrel. Do you a know what I mean? The monkey well, barrel yeah, keeps there is. Coming up. We do do this, though, don't we? Every year, like I say, that I'll ease myself in gently, and I've been loved by every night for five nights. But mm. that thing where you're in the middle of the festival, you go, "I'm never doing this again. I'm never doing this again," and roll round. Do you know what I mean? The brochure for next year, and you go, "Oh, well, he, he maybe I'll do a week." Or oh, yeah. He does such a good hour that, like, it would be a shame. I, it would be great. I don't know how we as comedians can like make hours each year without Edinburgh. Do you know what I mean? Mm, oh, that's a good point. Like, actually. I would never write anything that's, that would fit in with each other other than, you know. That's what that guy, Glenn Moore, was saying, that he, you know, the reason that he Oh, my God, I said some of the same as Glenn Moore. I oh, feel so oh intelligent. God. Oh, <laughs> is, is Amazing. Is he, is he clever? I didn't uh, get that vibe. <laughs> I didn't. Not a bit of it. I mean, lovely. It yeah. looks like Claire Balding. I mean, fantastic. But no, that's what he was saying was because if you announce that you're doing it, it's the deadline to write the show. Yes. Yeah. So I think you are correct in that. Yeah, because yeah. if it was the case, I'd be like peddling around uh, pregnancy notices, which is a bit I used to do for ages. And it really is for me like one of my favorite jokes I wrote because... Like, I got tags off people. It was interesting, like, watching the other conversation about comedians. And, like, I would have a comedian come up to me and go, that's a good bit for this bit. And I would add it all together. And it would be, like, 12 minutes. And I would have a laugh, a laugh, a laugh, Mm. a laugh. And I I really like this piece that I have on the coil this this year. And it's, like, 22 minutes now. And that will be my club set. But I wouldn't have worked on it as hard without the hour. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. 
that's the ideal, isn't it? That you do the hour and then you have a new, you know, yeah. crop set out of it as well. Oh, I can't do, like, there's other bits like wanking um, that I couldn't use You can't use do wanking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that due to carpal tunnel or a lack of desire? <laughs> a bit of both. Oh, a I bit know. Of both. Oh, oh. I mean, why do it yourself when someone could do it for you? That's true, that's true. Employ um, staff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can't employ, well, you can't actually. You can pay people for that kind of thing. I think so. Alice, it's been lovely. It's Thank been you lovely. For joining us. Thank you. Sorry for bringing Thank up suicide you. in the first oh, three no, minutes. No, no, oh, normally a conversation called the sack, but with ye, uh, no. I've learned so much. <laughs> yes, it's been brilliant. No. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Round of applause for the wonderful Alice Spittle. <laughs> Have a lovely day, my darling. Elliot. Elliot Bibby. Comedian. Oh. Are, are you comedian of the year this year or? See you later, what awards have you won recently? Hi, Elliot. Hi, oh, Elliot. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Again, oh, we've, uh, we've had Red, now we've got you. Yeah. I de- Before, definitely feel after. <laughs> like I've uh, missed the memo on what was today's well. uh, outfit du jour. So, Elliot, thank you for joining us. For the people in the audience, you are an internationally acclaimed magician. Have you seen He's him? phenomenal, Elliot, no, baby no, magician. No, no. Superb. You're a recent father. Yes. A crashing bore. <laughs> uh, loads of stuff going on. Uh, Elliot and I know each other through, do you remember all those halcyon days in mundane cabaret? It's a club called Wild <laughs> yeah. Cabaret, but there was nothing wild about it. And on a Sunday, we were up against um, a rotisserie. Um, it was an all-you-can-eat thing where the kids ate free. Yeah. And that food was honking, wasn't it? It was. They, they were quite <laughs> depressing weekends. Yeah, they were, especially when you get booted for like all of them. Yes. And the yes. Wednesday nights as well. Oh, I no, I never did the Wednesdays. I love that the idea that you get booked for all of them is what makes it more depressing. The oh, more work. Yeah. A lot of work is the worst thing to get. I mean, no, I, 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 I appreciate I do know the. Yes. I mean, we were, again, on a Sunday, you were competing against a carvery, mm-hmm. which wasn't particularly <laughs> great. And of course, are, and do you still see Polly Hoops? Uh, I see her online. Is, um, oh, is, she, is she living online? Doing PT stuff now. Oh, right, okay. That's yeah. all I've seen of her. Mm. Right. And but do you see anything of Jesus? Nope. No, nope. neither do I. Nope. Not, Not the him. Jesus. It's someone that looks like Jesus. About Jesus in a BG, really. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Wilson, he's very good. Go and he's see him. He's fantastic, yeah. He's, he's very good. What are you doing in your show? What's the name of your show this year? So my show's called Elliot Bibby and the Magical Beach Ball. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And... Like, this is my ninth year doing the Fringe. Okay. I'm taking it on a technicality because I did it virtually two years ago. So right, I okay. That going. Um, and I've always done being sort of comedy magic. And this year I wanted to do a sort of emotional show. And I was like, it's not really me to do that. So I've done the show and it's there's a, there's a sort of emotional twist at the end uh, about mental health. But ideally, the show is, I thought it would be a really good idea to get a big celebrity or influencer to help with the show to promote it. Mm. But the only person in my price range was a celebrity beach ball called Barry. (laughs) So it's basically Barry the beach ball and me doing a double act where he doesn't speak, but he does speak to me. And with a twist at the end. So. That's, that's very deep. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't expose your child to any of this nonsense. No, well... How, how old, old is, is the, the child? Four oh. months. Yeah. Four months, but um, my fiance and her have gone up to Sky for the first ten days of the Fringe well, that's to, give me, to give me some... Space. space to network and focus oh, on the show. Do you yeah. mean staying out all night drinking? Yeah, getting exactly pissed, that, network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. In the loft till five. Um, yeah. yeah. Have you been up to the loft bar? She's obsessed. Not loft bar yet, no. Mm. Yeah, you're not missing anything. 
No. I mean, oh, do you know who I did meet last night? Steve Ellathorne. Oh, and I forgot lovely. how nice he was. Yeah, very nice man. Genuinely. Very, so he's very staying nice. with Julia Chamberlain, but Julia Chamberlain's now tested positive for COVID, so I don't know what they've made their new arrangements or if they just locked her in a room, shut the key. Although I don't, I don't know what the, the requirements are now. Uh, with moving that. on. Oh, no, sorry, I'm not allowed to speak. <laughs> I'm banned. No, I don't, I don't think you have to isolate anymore no, or any of that kind of did. stuff. I didn't, yet, I didn't think you had to test. I don't know. Is anyone still washing their hands? I mean, like, obviously I after the toilet. Exactly. I know. know. Let's move on, indeed. No, oh. but exactly. So is she up here with the COVID? Mm-hmm. Oh, there could be another case over here. Um. So how much of it is the beach ball and how much is magic? So it's, it's all magic. It's all magic. Right. And then Barry sort of just helps out with a few bits, does a bit of mind reading and... And, and are you doing that in the voodoo rooms with Julianne? Yes, in yes. the voodoo rooms. Slightly later time of 7.50. Oh. Um, yeah, moving But up. you've steadily, like, over the past couple of years, Julianne Laidlaw is a very, very um, well-respected um, promoter. And producer. I thought she wasn't doing anything this year. I thought she wasn't involved because she'd kind of I drifted off I doing don't other know. things. I mean, I know she was doing something with Airbnb, and then she'd done a night class, and then she was trying to convert a camper van because she's a masseuse now. Not that kind of masseuse, but, you know, sports massage. Um, <laughs> but you, because I, I remember doing a lot of stuff with her, and you've gone from, like, early, sh- so you, you're graduating. Yeah, I'm getting there. I mean, I started out doing the free fringe, first of all. Mm. And the very first year I did Edinburgh, I did everything myself. I was flyering. I was doing my own tech via remote control. I was literally, and then performing the show, and, yeah, everything. And now I've gradually worked my way up to a paid show. But that is the thing that, I mean, I am so lazy. You're one of the most, and I mean that genuinely, industrious and yeah, hardworking. Hard working. You, you, you really, you are. It's, it's almost sickening, but I suppose you, you've <laughs> oh, got Oh, it's very child. irritating. Well, exactly. <laughs> but no, but your work ethic is amazing because yeah. you just don't seem to stop. No, You're I relentless. Because all over lockdown, you were, you were everywhere online. You really kind of took that by the horns and, and went for it yeah, during, and did very well. Yeah, during the lockdown, it was for the first week I, when everything got cancelled, I cried because as well as doing the, the sort of comedy magic on stage, I'd do a lot of wedding magic. Yeah. Um, in 2018, I was the British champion for close-up magic. So Give me a round of applause, yeah, please, 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 please. Superb. And yeah, so I took that and I thought, right, what can I do? There's only so many Zoom quizzes and stuff I can do every week and only so many tricks my fiance will put out for me showing her in the <laughs> flat. So I thought, let's basically make a Zoom show. So I created a Zoom show. I performed it over 700 times in like wow. two years, basically doing yeah everything. And, it and was did you get paid for that? Did people give you donations and stuff? Oh, it was all it was all corporate. So I hate telling people Amazing. this, but th- like that December and. 2020 was the best month I've ever done in my business. Wow. Because Don't tell Nicola, she'll be <laughs> angry. Um, because usually when you do like a corporate, you get obviously get a good fee, but you do like one or two yeah. a day. I was sitting there in, well, I was sitting there in a pair of shorts and then that was, I made that mistake once when my camera battery died and I had to stand up. I was sitting like behind the table, so I stood up and then the camera came back on and it was looked as if I was sitting there in my pants doing this show. Oh. <laughs> um, so from that point on, I was wearing trousers, but I would do like seven or eight shows a day. That's amazing. At my normal corporate fee. Wow. wow. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was... No wonder um, you had a baby, you can afford <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So it was good. But as well, I mean, again, a huge admiration for people that did see, do you know what I mean, take what was in a horrific situation and managed to you know, make it work to your, to your benefit, and even more so make it work to your benefit. 
So the fact that things are open up again, you, you've still got that string to your bow that you've made work really well for you. It, it did feel really awkward the first few shows, and the only way I could describe it is being like a sort of sex cam girl, where you're literally sitting there in front of a Babe camera. station. Exactly that, just performing to the camera, and then you're like, okay, bye, and then you just hear, ka-ching, oh, just being paid, I'll go make myself a cup of tea in the kitchen. Uh, or That's the only way I could describe it. Did you ever it. tweak your own nipple? Um, not on purpose no No, right okay I think it's important to ask these kind of things (laughs) would you want to go into online sex work (laughs) Um, no no okay that's that's fair enough although talking of the I don't know where I'm segueing with this but I am is it about the coil (laughs) no well uh, no no it's not there is a coil within Right, so a year and a half ago, I started a, a TikTok account as a joke where all I do is make toasties. Wow. Right? And it's sort of, everyone was <laughs> taking the piss out of me. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to continue doing it. I had like 12 followers. And then it's just gone mad. So like my videos are getting millions of views. I'm doing brand deals. And it's almost overtaking my magic at Really? Making toasties. So all I do is make... So the TikTok's called Toasty King. (sighs) And it started off, and then there was like people writing articles about it. Is there cheese? Yeah, cheese. I've done literally hundreds of toasties. So can I say something? I'm delighted for you, and congratulations. I have huge admiration for anybody that manages to come up with something that goes through and makes it all viral. But. But, But... but I really am concerned about the state of the world if that is what people are tuning into by their millions. It, uh, that's it, I'm out. It's not just like a, a cheese and ham toasty. <laughs> it's like I'm putting everything oh, in there. So I'm like having like a People are still just watching you make a toasty though. This is, this is my takeaway line from this. Now, I'm quite interested <laughs> in this, obviously. <laughs> are you using sourdough? I've not used sourdough yet, no. Right, so you should. Okay. And also, I'm affiliated with WW. Could you do one that's within my personal points? Yes, well, that was one thing. Because I've got this, I've got over like 50k followers now on this Toasty account, 50,000 people. And I thought, how can I try? Because I've kept it completely separate from the magic. Uh, I didn't even have my face in it to start with. I thought, keep it separate. And people were posting about it on like social media going, oh, who's this Toasty King? And my mates were talking about it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It looks quite good, doesn't it? And they had, <laughs> no, they had no idea for a year until I started oh, putting my stuff in. Until last Christmas where <clears throat> I did a deal with Misguided, the clothing company. Oh, my God. Yeah, they got in touch. And they're like, right, can we just send you some clothes from our sort of men's wear? You just wear it and make a pigs and blankets Christmas Toasty for us. And I was like, yeah, fine, do it. So they paid me a fee. They sent me the clothes. And I was like, great. But How I've always much do they pay for things like that? Well, I got £500 for that. That's amazing. Um, That's but great. I don't have like a agent or a manager. I just do it all myself and just mm. sort of... Oh, you're very wise because yeah. they're just shysters. <laughs> so what else in the toasties? I'm interested in the fillings. Okay, so <laughs> it, uh, I have done a few sort of ridiculous ones. Like I put a whole block of cheese in. <laughs> What's ridiculous about that? No. Well, it was <laughs> one of the <laughs> the worst toasty I made. The biggest mistake was so I I always used a Breville toasty machine, and my little catchphrase was "Bring the Breville down" as I shut the machine. Right. That's very clever. <laughs> it is very good. And then I was emailing Breville about seven or eight times, going, "Hey, can I work with you? Can we do this?" And they were like, "No, we're not taking on any influencers at the moment." So then. 
I got in, yeah, I basically did a video of me throwing the Breville toasting machine in the bin, <gasps> saying, oh, Breville are terrible. I've got this new one, and it was from Tower Housewares. Yes. So, oh, that's who made my air fryer. Well, I'm <laughs> talking of that. They've, uh, they're now paying me per video to use their products. So I do like four videos a month for them. And if you use the code TOASTYKING20, you get 20% off toasty machines and air fryers. There you go. Oh, my God. Well, can I just Amazing. say, bugger Breville, they missed an opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. How rude. That is actually, yeah, sod That's them. That's genius. Yeah, but I love it. Well, my mum wanted an air fryer, so I was, on the, I was on the phone to the to Tower, and I said, oh, you don't happen to do air fryers by any chance, knowing fine well they do, because I'd researched them. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, we do. We'll, we'll send you one if you want. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. I'll do a few videos for you, so... I've been making the sort of ingredients in the air fryer to then put in the toasty. So I've got the rotisserie chicken one. So I've done like chicken tikka in it oh and, wow. and oh then put God. that in the toasty. I'm beginning to think the air fryer gets so many mentions on this podcast that that's just who we should approach for well, a little abs- bit of a sponsorship. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Well, do you put us in touch? Yes, no, that's all. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm very keen. So I, don't, I can't work TikTok. I don't understand it. I don't think it's aimed at my age group. No, it's not, but you'd be amazing at what takes light and things. So, mm. I mean, they even enjoy what I do on TikTok. So oh, sorry, you, know I mean? you There's on a TikTok? Were you yes. on tour? Yes. Yes, I right, know. okay. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> a while ago. <laughs> Can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. With the cost of living crisis, do you think that air fryers will replace conventional ovens? <laughs> If Tower are listening, yes. the answer is yes, Elliot. Yes. But it's funny, I, I, I always, I, I have a friend who has a gin company, and I always say, God, I forget that you make gin. What does it taste like? And then she'll send a bottle. Um, I know, that, well, we talk about other comedians, but do you talk about other magicians? I did see Magical Bones last night. Are you familiar with his work? Yes, yes. I, I, think, I think he's phenomenal. I've never yeah, seen him yes, before. Yeah, yes, great. So it's one of those things that I like to see new... Um, but has he been going long? Yeah, well, he's done... He's been on Britain's Got Talent. I think he reached the semi-finals ah, last year. right, okay. Were you not in that? Did I not put you forward for that? I was on Britain's Got Talent for about six seconds, just in a sort of montage, so technically that still counts. But did Mandy yeah. not get in touch with you? Uh, I think she did, but then I just I didn't really want to go down that route of doing it. Mm-hmm. I think there, there's got to be a reason for doing Britain's Got Talent, and at the moment, like I don't. The, the one thing I sort of learned through lockdown is I don't want to be famous. No, absolutely. I really don't like, want to be famous. I think so. that's what people don't realise yeah. is that I. W- I w- Oh, I mean, I am. It's hellish. No, no, no. But uh, the idea of just—I've seen so many people who are well known, and not just being able to go and get a pint of milk without getting asshole and stuff. I, I would loathe and. Well, now that you've got Dairy uh, Rebellion, do you know how you had um, a Climate Rebellion? They were gluing themselves to. Now you've got twit vegans uh, running into Marks and Spencers and throwing all the milk around. No. Well, I actually did a vegan toasty. Oh, and Elliot, I just, no. I just, I just did a video of me pretending to make stuff, and it was just all invisible, and it was that's just a piss take, to be honest. No, I think the whole but vegan thing, I think you know, that's great, and I'm a huge fan of Stella McCartney. But apparently, if you like cheese, as I do, apparently you have to give up cheese the year before you become vegan, so you accept a vegan substitute. Yes, because it's incredible how um, your stomach kind of. Um, behaves badly if you cut out things or put things back in. My daughter was vegetarian for about five, six years, and then she was discussing going traveling into countries where she might have to eat. I can't, she was going to do 
some volunteering somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, that um, that she would probably not be able to follow a, a vegetarian diet, given uh, the country she was going to. So started to eat meat in advance of that, because you can't just suddenly not eat meat and then eat meat again. Was that the same when you stopped drinking? Yes. Mm. Yeah, all of those things, anything. Caffeine, if you stop taking caffeine. Frankie Boyle, when he stopped drinking coffee, had the, like, horrendous headaches for days and days and days and days. Mm. I, I gave up uh, alcohol at the start of the year because I was trying why? to do that sober January thing. Right. Just yeah. Why? Far I could drink. Yeah, I know, but I, I gave up and I got to like day three and I was like in shaking, I was cold sweats and I'm like, surely this isn't because of the alcohol. Did a COVID test, had COVID. That's ah. what it was. Ah. Oh, was what like, a relief. <laughs> yeah, what a relief. What a relief, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you don't that want to quit drinking for some ridiculous emotional problem. No. No. Uh, Elliot, where can people find you again, please? Uh, you find me on social media at Elliot Baby Magic and uh, this month at the Fringe at the Voodoo, Voodoo Rooms, Rooms at 7.50pm every day apart from Mondays and I'm not doing the last weekend. Quite That's right. Well, I don't think Smart. you need to with all your Toasty revenue. I know. <laughs> Would you like to plug the Toasty account again? Yeah, at Toasty King on uh, I'm TikTok actually genuinely Instagram. quite going. I'm going to go. I wonder if Toasty now. King would like a Toasty Queen. Oh, hey. Well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We could do a murderer's toasty. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! Planning to kill. You don't want to do that on an empty stomach. <laughs> what? What is your? What is both your favourite toasties? And I'll, I'll do a special videos oh, for you. Um, I'm very plain and simple. I love a cheese and onion. I just love cheese and onion. Although, um, and cheese and onion and those. Um, tomatoes, tomatoes, but not tomatoes. Roasted tomatoes. What are those ones? Sun-dried tomatoes. Thank you. Do you cook the onion first or do you put the onion in raw? I don't know. I put it in raw. Put it in raw. That's not the only thing she puts in raw. Oh, and we're back to me. <laughs> As ever, you're a revelation. Thank, thank you for joining you. us. Thanks for thank me. you so much, Elliot. Oh, and thank you for joining thank us. Thank you for joining thank us. Thank you, Lenka. Uh, oh, there we are. Here we are. I know. And we've only got one more week of me. Another day, yes. yes. Another week of you, yes, and then yes. we pop you off to London. Yes, yes, And yes. then to I have Paddington. to deal... Yes, to find Paddington, and I'll have to deal with Nisi over You'll there. You'll have to deal with Nisi, but that's right. fine. Plans for the day, dear? Um, I'm going to go and lie on my beanbag in All the loft right. bar. Lovely. Good. Speak okay, to Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.